time for Samantha to lock the studio door and play whatever the heck she wants. Now that's what I call all American. Rock around the region. A full hour of kick-ass music from bands rocking the Southeast. Everything that rocks. C97.5. All the important points seem pretty clear, no? They think they control the galaxy. I disagree. Don't hate the player, hate the game, son.
Z97.5. Getting it started tonight with Wolves of Oz. Don't hate the player, hate the game. How many times have you heard that phrase? Great song. Uh, looking forward to learning more about this band. Uh, they laughed because uh, I actually read straight from straight from an email they sent me. They're like, well, we're from Oliver Springs. We just say Knoxville. And they thought that was funny. So there you go. They're from Oliver Springs, but they just say Knoxville. And it's okay. It's Wolves of Oz on Rock Around the Region. I am Samantha Knight. Tonight on the program, you are going to get introduced to Stacey Dykus. Been playing him for a while on the show, but he is my guest of honor beginning tonight. So that comes your way. Also got details about a couple of shows you need to know about uh, happening this week. I got something brand new from Nonpoint to bring your way. And not only did Wolves of Oz make their debut on the program last week, so did this band. Welcome Eternity. I just love the title. Obi wants cannoli. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5.
Z97.5 out of Nashville. That is Lines in the Sky and a brand new tune called Speed. I am Samantha Knight. Caleb Lake was my guest a few weeks back on the program. And when he was here, we were talking about his new song, War, and these epic plans for a video for this uh, with a whole kind of like Vietnam War vibe to it. Well, guess what? The video is ready to go and there is going to be a watch party that is happening on the 24th. That is coming up on Friday of next week at the American Legion Post 233 in Oak Grove. This is going to be an awesome time. Uh, What a great opportunity for Caleb and everyone else to be a part of something uh, really just history and and a great place to do it at the American Legion as well. So you can find out details. I've got them shared on the Samantha Knight Radio Facebook page. You can also check out Caleb Lake Music on Facebook for details. Friday, February 24th at 7 o'clock. It is the War Video Release Party. It is the song in your ears now on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5. around the region on Z97.5. That is cold and so very excited to know that they are hitting the road to celebrate their 20th anniversary of the album Year of the Spider. I'm telling you, 20 years ago was like the best time for music in my opinion. With the whole new metal scene, it is my favorite by far and it just kind of blows my mind to think about all of these amazing albums that are turning 20 this year. There are a couple of shows for you to check out Cold. They were going to be in Knoxville, but that show is all sold out. So, you can travel 
travel to Atlanta, Georgia on April 12th, to Nashville at Basement East on April 13th, or Covington, Kentucky at Madison Live on April 15th. There's also a show for April 18th in Evansville, Indiana, about 90 minutes away. So a few opportunities for you to check out Cold on their 20th anniversary year of the Spider Tour. It is Rock Around the Region. I am Samantha Knight on Z97.5 and excited to have a new guest and a familiar face I had no idea that was showing up today, but I'm excited. I'm excited. So welcome to Stacey Dykus. Uh, I'm very, very excited to have you here. And when you pulled up in the parking lot and then I'm like, okay, there's another big truck out here. Like it's a meeting of the trucks. And then this fool gets out. David Dix, you were just here. (laughs) You were just here. I'm glad to have you back. So we're going to discover why you were here because under this whole time that I've been playing Stacey on the show and you've been phenomenal about reaching out to me and being like, hey, I got stuff to play. And, you know, you send me a song and I'm like, okay, this is awesome. And I, I like to be able to play a song, you know, like for three or four or five weeks before I go, hey, do you have something new? You are ambitious. Well, I get new songs from you almost every single week. So Yeah, I'm productive. You're productive. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'm glad to have you in here. Uh, and then finding out that you're, you're sort of a one-man show, but not always a one-man show, which is why David's here with you today. Exactly. So yeah. tell me a little bit about yourself, Stacey. How long have you been doing music? Uh, pretty much all my life, far back as I can remember. Uh, even when I was uh, really young, I mean, I had a little guitar. It was a little, a little plastic one, you know. When I was like four years old, I'd drag that thing everywhere. So <laughs> as far back as I can recall, um, I've ha- always had a guitar around, pianos, that kind of thing. A uh, very musical family that I came from. Uh, my dad always playing far back as I can recall. So I always uh, had something to play on. Yeah, so. So it wasn't one of those situations where you got the little plastic guitar for Christmas and your parents went, oh my God, what have we done? Oh, no, it wasn't like that. <laughs> um, my dad, he'd always play like the acoustic guitar late at night um, and I'd always kind of like sneak around watch him play it and everything and then when you're supposed to be in bed when I'm supposed to be yeah. in bed exactly got in trouble that, for that <laughs> quite a lot um, and of course it was always you know don't touch my guitar kind of thing but mm-hmm. of course when he wasn't there I would you touched the guitar didn't the you guitar. yeah and think he wouldn't know but of course he always knew <laughs> yeah of course I mean, you know they can tell I mean I think that you know when you get a guitar and you've had it long enough that it's it, it's, it's, it's your little baby mm-hmm. and you know every little ding every little den you know if a tuning peg has moved a fraction. You know exactly. you didn't eat chicken yesterday, and there's chicken grease. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there's fingerprints. Exactly. <laughs> fingerprints are a dead giveaway for a lot of things, playing with dad's guitar or murdering someone. I mean, you know. <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, he liked to play the old country, like uh, Merle Haggard. That was okay. one of his favorites that he would sit around and play. And that's, uh, I guess, kind of how I learned my first chords was, like, secretly watching him. So, yeah, that's kind of where I got my start with it, I suppose. Was mom musical too? Sort of. She uh, learned how to play some on the piano. Okay. But uh, that was about as far as she ever went with it. But the rest of my family was. My okay. uncles, uh, my aunts, all of them. You got were. some famous people in your family then? Uh, not so Ish. much famous. Uh, I wouldn't say that. But, you know, every year we'd have like a family get together and they had a stage every year. And everybody would get up there and play their uh, how fun bluegrass and, you know, folk music and stuff. So that was always fun. I've always heard horror stories about family reunions. Your family reunion <laughs> sounds like a blast. Oh, yeah. It was, it was pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little backyard concert with everyone. That's a, that's amazing. So when you decided to, um, you know, take your little plastic guitar and branch out, did you ask for lessons or was it literally you sneaking around the house watching your dad and you 
learned on your own? Learned from watching everybody. Pretty much, I had an uncle who played bass. He showed me a few things. That was really where I got my start. And then for Christmas one year, I did get a bass. Wish I still had that thing. Nice. It would probably be worth a lot of money now. It was an old Fender Jazzmaster or Jasmine. Might have been. <laughs> Can't remember exactly. <laughs> but it was nice. Had that and a nice Fender amp with it. And that's where I really started learning how to play. But, of course, had a piano in my bedroom. And... Um, Started learning how to play on that, and then I actually had official lessons for that. Did your mom make you take lessons since she played, and that's where your piano input they, comes from? They never made me. Uh, I asked to take the piano lessons. Oh, wow. And, You're a uh, weird one. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when I started doing those, of course, I tried learning from the book, learning how to read sheet music and all that stuff. Didn't go well. No. I just couldn't focus long enough on that to really get it, but... Uh, I had a good ear for it, and my piano teacher figured that out real fast. And uh, one day I, I overheard her playing something right before my lesson, and I walked in, and, and she had to talk to another student about something, and I just started you know, picking out what it was she was playing beforehand. No way. And she came in and took the books off of the piano and just tossed them in the trash. She said, this is what we're going to do now. Oh, wow. So she started teaching me how to how to make chords and stuff by ear. And I, I still use the things she That's taught That's got to be a yeah. lot more fun when, when you're having to do lessons, as it were. That's got to make it a lot more fun where you when you can literally throw the book away and, and learn differently and learn a way that makes sense to you. Oh, absolutely. As opposed to, you know, like, okay, I don't want to read this. <laughs> absolutely. And it pretty much formed the backbone of everything I've done since then. That's amazing. You know, I, I took what she taught me on that and, and kind of layered it over on the guitar and, and pretty much everything else I've picked up since then. That's, that's pretty incredible for you because obviously, I mean, you, uh, it, it's, it's in your DNA. I'm pretty sure if we did an ancestry test, it'll just show up with music <laughs> notes. That's what's going to show up there. Uh, so obviously you've, you've got it in your blood with that natural talent, which, you know, I'm, I'm not jealous at all. Don't mind me. I'm fine over here. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling, I was telling somebody else the other day at David's here, we say this too, is like, I, I, I have the talent to talk about it. I don't have the talent to do it. Like, I can you know see how to play it. the radio. I can hear it. I know how to play the radio. I know how to yeah. talk about the things <laughs> on the radio. Exactly. But when it's like trying to get, you know, and I know I, I can I can picture a masterpiece of a painting in my head, but it's going to come out of stick figures when it comes from the brain out to my fingertips. I just, that's just not where I'm cut from. So I get, I don't want to say jealous. That's such a hateful word. I'm, I'm a little envious, but I'm like, at the same time, it's like, I have such admiration for that ability. That's a nice way to put it, right? Admiration? Mm, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> Come out of the gate, sounded like a bitch. <laughs> but I do. I have a, I have a great admiration and a great respect for for people like you that that have that ability. Because I mean, I've had conversations with all kinds of musicians here, and and ones that are God given talent, and the ones that have struggled and done lessons, and you know, nearly kicked out of the house because mom and dad listened to Jesus music, and you're bringing to the devil music. And I mean, like I've heard all of the stories, <laughs> and it's it's always fun to to bring somebody in new and and, and catch the story and figure out how it works.
Stacey Dykus on Rock Around the Region. The song is Lie to Me. And Stacey, my guest in studio right now, along with special guest David Dix, who worked with Stacey on most of the songs, like Lie to Me. You then have now figured out how to play guitar and bass and piano. When did you learn to write? And there is a difference between writing music and writing lyrics. Those are two completely different animals that have to come together and, and, and play nice. So what was that like for you, learning that? Well, where I grew up at, it was in the middle of nowhere. We had one radio station. At the time, I didn't Was really, it country? Actually, no. It was uh, classic rock. Okay. Okay, time. good. Um, but <laughs> the little radios that I had didn't pick it up that well. Mm-hmm. So I really had nothing to listen to all the time. My mom, she was into Elvis and country and all that kind of stuff. So I had a lot of that going on. So you at least had the, the records around the house. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, heard a lot of that stuff. And uh, picking that stuff out was fun. But it wasn't really necessarily what I, I'm not going to say like. I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't. It's not what you gravitated towards. Yeah, really. And then I had an aunt who, uh, well, I guess I need to give a little backstory on this for it to okay. make sense. My grandfather was a preacher. Okay. The old fire and brimstone. Oh, gosh. Preacher, so. I just said gosh instead of God in case he comes down to strike me. <laughs> yes, okay. Uh, didn't like <laughs> rock and roll, that kind of thing. But my aunt, she was uh, about 13 years older than me. She introduced me to bands like Kiss and okay. and, and, and those sorts of uh, uh, bands. And uh, we could only listen to those out behind the house and what was the smokehouse. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I, I, I really gravitated more toward that type of music. So um, I could only listen to those when she was around. Right. And um, like I said, I had that bass and, and was learning how to write things on it. And I don't know, it just, it, it came natural to write these rhythms. They just were in my head, so mm-hmm. I would just write those out. The words came later. Yeah. I mean, I didn't learn those till I got a little older how to do that. But uh, as far as the writing the music, it just, just kinda... came natural, I guess. I, I could hear it in my head and I could pick it out because I could hear it in my head. Right. And I mean, that just felt natural to me to write it. When you're writing music, and this, I don't know that I've ever asked anybody this before because I've asked plenty of bands, what comes first? It's like the chicken or the egg, which comes first, music or the lyrics? And everybody's got their own method for it. But when it comes to learning how to write music and you hear it in your head and you can sit there and you can, you know, pick away at a bass or wheedle away on a guitar, how do you remember what you just did? Do you write it down or how did you keep track of what you played? Because what if it's like, okay, I'm going to work on this for like 30 minutes or whatever, and I'm going to tra-la-la off somewhere else or, or a preacher's coming to, to get me. I got to get away from this for a bit. How did you remember what, what it was that you had just figured out, what you just wrote without writing it down? Like, how does that work? In the beginning, it was just repetition. Okay. I didn't have anything to record it with, nothing like that. That just um, made you sound old. You realized. Yes. <laughs> yes. All these kids today like, I just opened up my phone. <laughs> yeah, that's how I do it now. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. But uh, back then, no, it was just repetition. And then uh, eventually I did get a cassette recorder and I would do it that way, mm-hmm. you know, but in the early days, I mean, it was just over and over and over. And of course you'd lose some, yeah. you know. Lyrically, I've seen you write lyrics and then like I have this and we can put it to that maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we've done maybe. that. Yeah. You know, so. And that part makes sense. I mean. Yeah, you, you can know, definitely writing, ride that down, down, but which one comes first? It just depends. <laughs> yep. You have something over here already? Let's put something to that. Right, right. <laughs> and that is the way I do it a lot. A lot, of, a lot of times the words will just come and there's no music to them. Right. I mean, there'll just be some some uh, rhythmic pattern in my head, and I just write them down, and and they'll be there. Right. And eventually, sooner or later, there'll be some music that comes along that I'll write, and I'll be like, "Hey, remember you know, that?" And I'll go back. Yeah. And I'll dig through the books that I got, and and I'll find it. 
How many books do you up there? Do you suppose you have? How many do I bring usually? I, it's like uh, I thought you were going to school, like you're coming to study. <laughs> I have several, so, um, College student over if, here. If you go through my house, I mean, there, there's notepads and and you have, like the composition and, books or the legal pads, or do you have the spiral notebooks? That's like you know, yes. College. I think he's got all school? of that. Yes, all of, <laughs> all of, all of that. that. Yeah, it's whatever is available. Napkins, there, there's uh, <laughs> there's anything that. That you can write on everywhere. So I'm guessing with all of that, then the uh, the words will strike you at any moment. They like, can. what is the most awkward place or event that you've been involved in? That like, you know, you've been on a date or something, and then all of a sudden, like, excuse me, hang on, I gotta write this down. What's the most awkward situation you've been in where where inspiration has struck and you've had to take a moment to write things down? This is a family station. I can't. <laughs> you can give me the. <laughs> it's still a rock station. <laughs> there have been times where I've been in really awkward situations. Oh. Oh, okay, so, okay. I follow. Yeah. I follow. Um, brown chicken, brown cow situations. Yeah, Got it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that went over really well. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it can strike any time, really. I've I've woke up from dead sleeps and. Do so you keep the notebook by the bed for that purpose? Close to the bed, yeah. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. I think uh, I think there's been a lot of singers who have have used that method. I think it's a pretty common one. But again, now everybody's got their phone, so they can just open up their phone and, and just you know blurt it back out, and then hope that your voice to text doesn't betray the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're wondering what you're. What was I thinking? <laughs> I had those, those moments too, <laughs> where I woke up in the middle of the night and wrote something down, and then go back to sleep. Wake up the next morning, I was like. What, what is, is this? this? <laughs> I wrote this myself a note last night. Do you remember waking up and writing it? Was it completely dream fueled that I had no consciousness? It's like it's like sleep sleep writing, I guess would be sleep writing. Mm-hmm. It's better than taking Ambien and sleep driving, I guess. Exactly. Know, or sleep eating. That would be. I thought that's what they were doing today <laughs> on my way here. <laughs> Sorry. No, don't be sorry. Don't ever be sorry. That's that's what makes this so fun here because we just have conversations. We do not structure this at all. We just talk, and it's it's been fantastic. So it's rock around the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C ninety seven five.
Vatra, dead to it all on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. It has been a hot minute since this town has seen a good metal show or any live music show outside of some acoustic stuff, which uh, the Revel House is so, is so awesome with doing. But to have a metal show where we can all gather and throw down, it's been a minute, right? Well, coming up on Friday, February 24th, there is a new venue over on Madison Street called Royalties, I do believe is the name of it. But it's going to be Nero Vatra, Modern Primate, Autumn Lies Buried, and Can't Relate. You can get details on the Facebook pages for Nero Vatra or Modern Primate. Of course, we've got members crossing over into both bands. Let's check them out. Lockdown on Rock Around the Region. Everything that rocks. C97.5.
Rock around the region on Z97.5. Autumn Lies Buried. It is entertainment age. Autumn Lies Buried. Modern primate. Nero Vatra and Can't Relate. Check them out on Friday the 24th at Royalty's new venue over on Madison Street here in Clarksville. 8 p.m. All ages. Just 10 bucks to get in. And as I said, it's been a minute since we have had a good metal show in this town. So there's no excuse for you to not get out there and check things out. Someone else has got a show on Friday the 24th. And I'm going to tell you about that as well as a debut of a brand new song from Nonpoint when Rock Around the Region returns on Z97.5. Get up, get up! It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. Z97.5.
Verge on Rock Around the Region and their new tune called Now and Forever. Beautiful and very different from what we normally have heard from this Chattanooga, Tennessee band. They actually stopped by the studios the other day and we had a chit-chat. That conversation is going to be coming to you in just a couple of weeks here on Rock Around the Region. In the meantime, two opportunities for you to check them out live. They are playing the Barrel House Ballroom in Chattanooga on Friday, February 24th. And then if you want to head over a couple of hours into Alabama and Fultondale, Alabama, they are playing the Shamrocks and Shenanigans Festival with Saving Able on the 18th of March, along with a bunch of other bands as well. So great opportunities for Emerge. So glad that they are back up and running again. Uh, as we all learned, the Great Pause caused a lot of damage to a lot of our artists around here. And I'm glad to see everybody just kind of digging their heels in and continuing to create and bring us new music. A big thank you to Stacy Dykus. Part two of that conversation will come your way next week, along with another different song, because he sends me so much. Uh, I have a few weeks to highlight some of his stuff, which I'm very excited about. So thanks to Stacy and to David Dix for being my guest. We'll chat with them again next week on the program. As always, if you got questions, comments, concerns, you know about a band that I should be familiar with, you're in said band, let me know. You can find me on Facebook, Samantha Knight Radio, or you can drop me an email, Samantha at Z975.com. It is that simple. Back on Valentine's Day, Nonpoint dropped a brand new song for us, and how fitting that it came out on Valentine's Day. You'll also hear some references to Emerald City, which is the name of their upcoming tour that they are doing with Blacktop Mojo and Sumo Psycho. If you've never seen either one of those bands, do yourself a favor. They will be in Nashville. I believe it's the basement east if my brain doesn't uh, crap out on me. But either way, uh, hopefully you got your tickets. The VIP tickets are all sold out, but there are still regular GA tickets available for all of that. So make sure that you visit Nonpoint on Facebook or their web and buy a ticket to the show. So let's check it out. It's brand new from Nonpoint. Heartless. Wrap it up. Rock around the region on Z97.5.